This is Small Business Stories, presented by the team at Offix. Each episode, we connect you to other entrepreneurs and small business owners. You'll hear tips and tactics from other businesses just like yours so that you can continue to run and grow your operation. Small Business Stories is hosted by me, Caitlin Fitzpatrick. Today on Small Business Stories, we're talking with Raul Rodriguez, founder and owner of Muncie 3D Labs. Hello, everyone. This is Raul. I'm a tenant over at the uh, Pelson location for Alphix. I moved in a few months back, and I'm enjoying every second of it. <laughs> yep. And what is it that you do, Raul? We, um, I own a dental lab, which uh, seems to be like the one and only in most of your office locations. So mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah, you don't come across many dental labs. But... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bam, how are you? I am good. You know, enjoying the Amazing weather here in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, the beautiful snow, sleet, rain <laughs> that we get. Um, yeah, it's great. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I guess we can get right into it. Um, I know a little bit about your background, but maybe if you wanted to go into how did you start your um, business and also what what's your business called? So the business is called um, After My Dog. Um, I know it's very unusual to have a lab. Most labs have beautiful tooth name like <laughs> the Amazing Mauler or... The aesthetic of my, I don't know, just, <laughs> you know, I wanted to honor my dog, which we love um, very, very much. And um, if you were to come across our website as well as our main pamphlet or a flyer, you know, there's a little description of the place saying, you know, we get this thing where whenever Munster goes, everybody smiles. So we want for our work to make people smile as well. That's very simple, mm-hmm. you know. We are involved in, um, we're vegans, my wife and I, and um, we are involved in making donation for um, animal cruelty places, um, you know, at the end of the month with any profits. It's not large. It hasn't been super large, but hopefully we can get to that point. And um, at the end of the month, we donate, you know, a little bit of that animal. We, we care for animals, animal rights as well. So um, that's basically it. Great. So... 2020 has been a wild year. You joined us uh, a little bit more than halfway through the year. Um, how has your business changed outside of moving into Offix? Well, if it wasn't for Offix, I wouldn't have a proper uh, projected way of uh, knowing, you know, where I was going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was mainly running it from a dental office. Uh, I was um, working for a dentist, and at the same time, I was running my dental lab. But it became very conflictive because I couldn't be there when I needed to be there. Whenever we shut down, I had to leave, you know, and then uh, it get to a point where, you know, just things started happening and it just it, we weren't just gelling. And I decided to give you guys a call. And to be honest, <laughs> I, um, I've seen the place change. I've been in Pilsen for, for a very long time and my wife is a native from Pilsen too. And, um, and I got to a point where I'm like, I don't think I should even call. It seems too expensive. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, and I, I just didn't know what was behind it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I, that was like my last call I made. And I believe I spoke to Brian. Mm-hmm. It might have been, yeah, it was Brian. And then, um, we set up the appointment. I wasn't actually going to show up, but you guys <laughs> call me in the morning and I'm like, okay, I, I better go. And I have been calling places and I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I should do it. 
eventually showed up and I freaking fell in love with it. Uh, same with Brian and you, you know, and then eventually I met Lior, the owner, and I just couldn't pass the opportunity to be so close from home. Um, I lived literally, you know, a few blocks away and the environment was great. My only fear was the noise mm -hmm. that I was going to generate. Mm -hmm. So I remember I told Brian, dude, I just want to make sure we're cool. And, you know, I, I brought a compressor over. Mm -hmm, I remember. <laughs> and I was testing it just to make sure I wasn't going to disrupt any of your already, you know, tenants. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden he's like, hmm, down here. Yeah, we could hear it a little bit. Maybe we should go upstairs. Upstairs is a different concept, but it might work. And that's when we went upstairs and I'm like, yeah, don't, you know, I, I want to live here now. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you've got a pretty sweet setup uh, as it is. So that's nice. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so what was kind of your mission in starting? So I know this, um, Muncie Designs is Muncie 3D. Is that the correct? Muncie 3D Lab. Muncie yep. 3D Lab. So I know that that is kind of a new venture in terms of like being your own thing. What is kind of your mission in terms of branching off and starting something new? Well, we are growing rapidly to the point where I spoke to Leo about maybe taking over, you know, a bit more of a space. And I'm trying to monitor, see how fast we grow. Mm -hmm. But quality has become a very important part of what we do and quick turnaround. So people understand a little bit of what has been going on with the pandemic. Comes March, we get all shut down and there's absolutely no work. I had started and I had almost signed a lease because I wanted to do this since the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. And that happened two weeks before I signed a lease. And I'm like, ah, no way, dude. So I end up just leaving everything at the office where I was. And um, eventually, you know, things started back up. And during that time, many dental labs shut down. So I jumped on the wagon where... A lot of them were liquidating a lot of assets. Mm. Um, and uh, collection agencies were going after stuff they didn't have the money to pay. So, you know, I became uh, owner of many, many things without owning anyone mm -hmm. because I, I hate credit. I know it's kind of hard to grow without it, but, mm -hmm. you know, I, I didn't want to do it. And, um, you know, what you see in the lab has been basically, you know, from labs that have been shutting down and... I work at a lab where they actually shut down too because they had such a crazy volume. Mm -hmm. It gets to the point where, yes, you make money, but if you stop working for a month, that's it. Right. So, you know, that's what happened, unfortunately. And um, then a, f a few ceramists here in the city passed away. Mm. And um, I didn't know. And people were like, we're looking for a new one. Mine just died. And I'm like, well, I've been doing this for 20 years. You know, my, my background is dentistry. I have been assisting for a long time and I worked at a lab for a few years. So I'm like, I'm just going to do it. And that's what it became. My goal is to hopefully expand to perhaps a high production. Mm -hmm. But I myself don't see myself doing that. I yeah. want to concentrate more on, you know, selective and uh, almost artisan type mm -hmm. of um work yeah. where I could just work in a few cases, um, you know, high cosmetic stuff and um, just do that without having to go crazy about little things. 
Yeah. So quality over quantity is kind right. of your mm-hmm. your mantra going right. forward. Right. Well, that's great. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people, I mean, their teeth are important. It's kind of uh, the first thing you see about someone. I you know. notice their teeth <laughs> right away. If you're, you know, without your mask on, you notice it. Um, so that's great. Great to hear. Um, what services exactly do you offer? So my uh, my services are not um, per se direct to the customer or mm-hmm. any person. I deal directly with dentists. Mm-hmm. Legally, I'm not even allowed to, you know, like touch anyone unless right. you're coming over to, you know, match match uh, the color of a shade or something. But I can't like really do anything else besides that. Mm-hmm. Um, we offer a wide variety of uh, porcelain restorations, mm-hmm. which are uh, uh, zirconia, Emacs. I do layering. Um, anything has to do with dentistry. Wherever, you, wherever the doctor tells you, and you need a crown, that's what I do. Got it. And how did you get started in dentistry? Like, where did that uh, interest come from? My uncle is a dentist. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, so I, I've always, you know, have been to his office to play around and. I remember spending a lot of time in the lab with mm-hmm. the lab technician. He had a lab on, on his office, a really large office back in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to play around with all the lab stuff. And I thought my call was becoming a dentist. Mm-hmm. And I actually went to school for a year and then dropped out and moved to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe I could pick that up here. But the transfers were hard and being alone, it becomes very difficult to, yeah. you know, you got to like work and to pay and then I got married so more expenses <laughs> got out on so yeah. yeah but that's how that that was my introduction through my uncle gotcha okay mm-hmm. um and so you've been working with other labs and you've kind of seen a shift in your own industry a pretty big one it sounds like um after covid with other labs shutting down how did you know you were on the right path starting your own business you know here's the thing i've helped so many people become rich over <laughs> A certain amount of time that I work for them, you know, mm-hmm. and yes, they pay me, but I, you know, I was a very, very integral part of that success. Mm-hmm. So there's been a few occasions where, where when I left, they kind of like, you know, they just couldn't keep up with it. So something was telling me not to, you know, not to sound like I'm big headed, but <laughs> It sounded like I was doing something right where I was working at, mm-hmm. but I just wasn't being compensated or, right. you know, the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually, a lot of people that I work for, you know, not the owners, but the associates will be like, you should open your own lab. I think you're you're good at it. And mm-hmm. you got the eye for it. And doing cat dentistry for like 20 years, you know, you become a little bit of a, you know what to do, you mm-hmm. know. Um Former training, I mean, there is no cat dental school. Everything, most of it is online, courses. While you need to know dental anatomy and all that stuff, mm-hmm. it's important. But, you know, nowadays everything is shifting to digital. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. Okay. And where do you see Muncie 3D Labs going in the future? Well, I I want to stay at office for as long as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, unless we buy, you know, a building and we move mm-hmm. into, but perhaps opening a secondary location where I want to do like more production mm-hmm. versus high end. Yeah. Of course, it's going to be high end, but at, at a different pace, you know, and level and maybe, maybe hire a few people so they could be milling and just have a big facility to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want that. Pelson location to be the central hub mm. 
um, because it's so close from home. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to sound like a capitalist. I, I'm against it. You know, <laughs> I really don't like the idea of like becoming a, like a milling hub and do black crowns. I, that's not what really fills me. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, you know, I can, I can, um, I can grow to the point where I can have both. Yeah. So, I mean, you're obviously doing something you're passionate about. What you're saying is you also want to be able to, you know, maybe hire other people and not just yeah. have it be a solo operation. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I have someone, you know, you met Ram, I think, mm-hmm. a few times. He's come over. Funny enough, we used to work together at a lab. <laughs> we're, we're, um, and it's, this is kind of interesting. So I work at this place at a dental lab up by O'Hare. And um, the guy had promised me so many things. Mm-hmm. And I quit my really nice job downtown. And I had been there with the, uh, you know, I'm like, well, this is going to turn out to be a great opportunity for me. And it ended up being that the dude, which is kind of false promises, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and um, eventually um, two weeks before Christmas, he let me go. Wow. And that really, if there is something, if you tell me you can't do it, that that to me is like fuel. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that. I'm very stubborn on that aspect. Where people would tell me this, and I'm like, I'm going to prove you. I'm, you're totally wrong. And I've done it many, many times. I know it's not mo- not the most ideal situation, but I've done it many, many times. And um, so after that, I'm like, all right, dude, I'm going to show you that you are not going to be the only one yeah. that can do this. And, um, you know, in a contrast, this guy inherited from his dad, you know, so... He had, like, no idea. And I, before I left, I was like, dude, you inherited this. You have no idea what it's like to be out there. Right. And it's, like, two weeks before Christmas. I'm like, dude, this is terrible. Yeah. And um, he just didn't care. You know, he's like, yeah, oh, well, too bad for you. Bye. Wow. And I should have had him put everything on writing. And I didn't. Yeah. So everyone out there trying to make a shift. Make sure you put it in writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be the title of the mm-hmm. podcast. Put it in writing. <laughs> um, so I know you work a lot with labs and obviously you work with other dentists, but what is like the typical client for you? Not, you know, necessarily looking for new clients, but just to kind of give uh, anyone listening an idea of who you're working with or who you're working for. Uh, dentist. Yeah. I do have a friend who is another lab and I do mail, I mail stuff for for a few people mm-hmm. from other labs that don't have the the stuff that I have, mm-hmm. I, I basically manufacture their crowns. But Dennis, and surprisingly enough, I made it my goal to be able to provide to the community I'm at mm-hmm. and increase the quality of of the stuff that's being put into the people's community. You know, I had I, I visited every single dentist in the area and. Lucky enough, I picked up a few really good clients. There's one around the corner, Pills and mm-hmm. Smiles, at the other side. Dr. Ochoa, um, she's got an amazing setup. And, um, and all, of course, I have, uh, Pills and Dental, which is, uh, Dr. Palomino. And she really believed in me since the day I stepped in. She handed me two impressions and she's like, all right, show me what you can do. And um, she is actually from uh, 
from the same place as where my mom was from in Mexico, okay. which is really it's just interesting. Yeah, I haven't had that much luck with guys. No the doctor guys. No. no, most of my clients are uh, are female doctors. Interesting. It's really I don't I can't pinpoint it, and mm-hmm. I have a few others that are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You know, even the people I thought were going to help me, mm-hmm. I told them, hey, I, I started my own business and here it is. Some of them just seem kind of bitter. I don't know, mm-hmm. dude. Not, but the other counterparts are like, too, this is amazing. And boom. And I, uh, I work with the high-end dentist downtown called um, Water Tower. Mm-hmm. Dr. Stina has sent me tons of work. She's awesome. And she's That's one of my great. best friends, too. So I worked for her before I moved out. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Dr. Inesco sends me some stuff. Um, I think that's interesting, though, what you had mentioned before about wanting to provide quality, you know, dental products to people in the neighborhood. Because like you're saying, Pilsen is, you know, your your neighborhood and you've got a strong tie to it. And it's interesting. A lot of people want to find ways to give back, but you're giving back in a very different kind of way um, by providing the quality that this community hasn't seen before, which I find very interesting and noble. Right, right, right. I worked at a place and I saw the stuff this dude was putting on and I'm like, no, this is terrible. I feel bad. I, I, if this was my mom, I will start crying, you know, and, mm. and I made it a point and I said, no, dude, just start sending me some stuff and, you know, let's increase the quality. If you're worried about price, we'll figure something out. But I think somebody should, shouldn't be, you know, to worry about waking up in the middle of the night with a, without a tooth or, I mean, you get so much Chinese work being mm. put in on people's mouth. And it's okay. I have I love China, dude. Yeah. Um I love <laughs> all the world, but when you're talking about the type of quality control that mailing Chinese labs have versus a somebody spending an actual amount of time on a case, it's quite the difference. Mm-hmm. Um and the quality of materials they use is different too and you know, just as people who are getting paid one, two dollars per crown, you know, and I get it. It's a sweet deal. You know, 30 bucks. Oh, my God, I got a new crown and the dentist is pocketing the rest of a profit. That's amazing. But think about what, you know, you're doing to that patient. Yeah. So and that's that. And I don't fit with everyone, mm-hmm. you know, and it's totally fine. I don't want to be everybody's lab. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to work with the people who want to work with me yeah you know i want to work with the right people i think that's important sometimes we um we try to push ourselves into the wrong places Mm -hmm. and that's where work becomes less enjoyable for me it's been a thrill every time i wake up in the morning i'm like yeah it's time to go to work you know And, and i'm very happy um and i think office itself is has made it easy for me to feel like i got privacy I love Jesse, uh, you know, I love you guys, I love Leo, like, it's just nice, you know, you don't, you don't feel like you're going to a place and people are just looking at you funny or it's just, you know, you, you never know. Right. Um, and being at Pilsen is, it's also a great plus for me, so... Yeah, that's great. I I do. I didn't even think, you know, about the the outsourcing possibility of dentistry and how you're very much... I mean, keeping it local and like you're saying, supplying to dentists who are in our neighborhood and who are right there. So you're even just cutting back on, you know, shipping things out. You're keeping it close. Um, and I think a lot of people would appreciate that. I think it's important. Um, 
I'm not by any means, uh, you know, a nationalist, but I think it's important to support your community, you know, um, in one way or another. And um, the other thing I want to do, hopefully, once this gets to the point where it's big enough, I want to open an internship, you know, perhaps mm. for the kids over at Juarez, which is the high school there. You know, instead of going out, joining an, a gang or selling stuff, uh, yeah, if you want to do it, fine. But, you know, I want people to know there's opportunity besides just those things and maybe offering uh, an hour or two or whatever. If somebody's curious about how to make a tooth, mm -hmm. maybe they could come over and watch. Um, so that's the other thing. But for now, I, I want to make sure this place stays running, mm -hmm. you know, pretty much run it, run on its own and hopefully eventually do whatever we want with it. Yeah. I mean, even in the last few months that you guys have been here, it sounds like it's really taken off in a good way, in a good it direction. Has. Yeah. Um, and getting you on the right path. It, it has. And again, it couldn't happen without you guys. <laughs> Why? Because I could leave knowing that the place is safe. You know, I can leave knowing that the place isn't going to burn down or, you know, there's yeah. cameras everywhere. And I mean, we're talking about a good amount of stuff that I have up there. Mm -hmm. You've seen it. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't be able to do it if, even if I was at a solo place, I'll probably be checking the cameras every two seconds. Yeah. And I can't, I, I could just do it in here because I know mm -hmm. it's like, you know, it's Jesse or you or somebody's always around to mm -hmm. make sure we're all good. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we try to be available <laughs> yeah. and do keep an eye on things because, yeah, it is important. I mean, not just, you know, for your unit that you've got a lot of equipment in there, but, you know, anybody who's, um, you know, got their business, their livelihood, you want to make sure that you're keeping everything safe, even if it's just, right. you know, a folder of important, you know, business cards or something. Right. Um. So we're going to wrap up here soon, but I just wanted to ask you uh, one final question. Um, you know, I know we've talked a little bit about, not a little bit, we've talked a lot about your business and how you've kind of grown and the different ventures you've taken on. Um, and also, you know, your plans for the future, which is great. But uh, what advice would you give uh, to other small businesses who are just starting out like you've just started out? Well, I, I'm by no means someone that should be teaching anybody what to do. I like to stay myself very humble. Um, however, this might not be pointed towards small businesses because, you know, I don't, I didn't even have a, a business plan. You know, I, I'm very, very unconventional when it comes to starting a business. No loans, no business plan, and just someone who had a talent and put a few pieces together and boom, you know, it happened. But perhaps to that person who is thinking about opening their own business, you know, do it. I mean, the worst that can happen is, is it won't, it doesn't work. But, you know, by the time you're 60 or 70, you wouldn't be wondering if, what if, what would have happened if, if I've done it? And that's the one thing I keep waking up every morning thinking, well, and now I'm, I'm regressing because I'm like, I wish I would have done this. 10 years ago, I <laughs> yeah. wonder where I will be at this point. And mm -hmm. my wife told me this yesterday and she's like, well, don't think about it. You know, I'm, I'm religious, but you know, she's like, maybe God didn't want you to become a jerk. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you had all this money or, mm -hmm. you know, and she's like, there might be a reason. Everything happens for a reason. And I believe that too. So I had to go through so much to get to this point. So maybe the time 
if I did it 10 years ago, maybe by now I would have been, I don't know, dead or something. I don't know, <laughs> because of all the wrong decisions I made along the way. But right. just do it. That's my thing. You know, yeah. be smart. Um, I don't know that right now it's ideal to jump into that. Mm-hmm. So maybe try to stay away from that. Um, in order for me to get where I got to, I had been saving for a long time. So, mm-hmm. um, and I had invested my money in different assets. Assets that proved to be very valuable when it came to, you know, selling and just, you know, just make the right investments and and just reinvest it on something that is going to give you perhaps a little bit more. But, and do it, I don't think you should do it for the money too. Yeah. I think if you're going to do something, you know, but Marlon used to say money is just a number. And if you think you can achieve happiness by having money, money is infinite. You know, numbers are infinite. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be happy. So, again, I'm not a hippie. <laughs> I don't just <laughs> but, Yeah. But, you know, you yeah. know what I'm trying to say. I know what you're saying. Don't do it for the money. Do yeah. it because you really want to wake up in the morning and be like, Oh my God, I can't wait to go to work. And, you know, whatever it is that you do, cutting somebody's hair or, you know, I've seen a few things in here very interesting. Just do it because you love it. Yeah. No, that's a great, that's a great sentiment. And yeah. I think that's a good place to leave off at. Yeah, <laughs> well, thank go. you so much, Raul, for being on. Um, I'm excited for everybody to hear, you know, your message. I think your business is super interesting and probably something not a lot of people know about. So I think it's great to be able to put that on people's radar. Cool. Yeah. If you know, we're, um, Muncie, M O N S I E three, number three, of course, D lab, um, and dot com. We have our website there. If you're curious, I know as a consumer or you'll be like, okay, what is this? But maybe your dentist is looking for a new, you know, lab or, mm-hmm. or you, you like what I did. You're more than welcome to come in and watch me do your own tooth. I always, Welcome everybody to come in and be like, hey, the door is open. I'm not busy. Come in and watch, which I've done with people in the building. So that's great. Yep. That's very cool. I would, I will take you up on that if I need a tooth because I love seeing how, how it's made. Yeah. That's great. yeah I'm upstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. This has been Small Business Stories. Special thanks to our listeners and our guests for sharing their story. If you found the show to be valuable, please share with your friends or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps others find the show. You can also subscribe for free so that you never miss an episode. Small Business Stories is brought to you by the team at Authix and produced by Dante32.